the Koi Gig part on Off The Ball. I don't like it. I want to be up there in Group A. I don't care who we get. We should be up there competing against them. But, you know, as you said, we're going to win that group and then get promoted, hopefully. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. Alan Quillen is with us. Alan, good morning to you. Morning, lads. How, How are, are you? you? Very good, thanks, yeah. Munster are back, though. Well, I was just chatting to Philip Egan out at the, the desk there, and he said, look, sure, it's, it'll be a day out for Munster hey. on Saturday. Hey. You have uh, Herbert Parks, lovely markets there in the morning. Yeah. You can pop into the bridge for a beer, you know, get a day out, do a bit of shopping. Yeah. Um... And kind of just saying, look, no point in turning up, really, you know. Philip will kill me now for saying that. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, it has that bit of a feel to it. But look, um, we're going to uh, start with Munster. We've we, we got to go back and talk about Connacht as well. I think that oh, was, yeah. that was well, and for Ulster. me, yeah, um, unbelievable. But for Munster, yeah, um, the result was was brilliant um, getting the win you'd feel good about life if everybody who was injured hadn't got injured correct if you had that team going to play a rotated Leinster on Saturday because Leo Cullen's come out and said that you know obviously with the final the week after that he will kind of switch it around again um, but it's really difficult but Munster can't do anything really about what, what Leinster do and they have the ability to, to make lots of changes and, and still be top notch really but um it's unfortunate again, you know, the, the injuries. Um, you just think R.G. Snyman, he's back, he's presence, gets another bang in the head. HIA almost certainly ruling him out because he had one a couple of weeks ago in, in South Africa as well. So Calvin Nash, Connor Murray, Peter O'Mahony, um, Malachi Fekatoa at the end, uh, Dermot Barnes. So I think there's six, six of the starters. Right. Um, it's difficult because they don't have the, the same type of depth now to be fair the players come on I thought someone who's done brilliantly in recent weeks is Finneen Witcherly um, he was incredible um, that was a very physical game the other night having Ty Burn back playing 80 minutes after 3 months shows it's it's kind of freakish scenario but it's the way you look after yourself when you're injured nowadays and uh, he was great Gavin Coombs um, Malachi Fekitoa, who's leaving, I thought he was outstanding, you know, and he has been in recent times. He's a real player if he switched on and um, Frisch was good. So they have a lot of positives. I think if you look at the stats, they're kind of crazy. They're Munster down for 36 missed tackles, which doesn't really, you know what I mean? Mm. If you were to watch the game, Jerry, you think, God, Munster were brilliant defensively, which they were. Um, it was a lot of close-in stuff. I watched that back where... Glasgow player it stepped someone kind of wriggled through a tackle and then they'd be tackled after that there was a lot of that a lot of footwork evasion defenders beaten uh, Glasgow's numbers are very high Munster had one clean line break that was for, from Conor Murray um, for, for the red card from Tom Jordan so it was a crazy kind of game um, I was there you, I think the first 15 minutes you felt God I, I, this is going to be difficult but they dug in there, and I think that's... They can take a lot of credit for what they did in the last few weeks when you think the the, the three-away results, um, and we know in sport how difficult it is to win away from home. Um, it can be a real factor for, for in any sport, but to go to the Stormers, the Sharks, and now Glasgow, three big scalps. Yeah. 
and given the Stormers hadn't lost in 21 or two games there Glasgow haven't been beaten all season year and a half yeah um, so 17 months yeah they're kind of things they don't get, it doesn't give you trophies but it shows the grit and determination that you've stuff to work on the fundamentals of, of a team like like Munster I would have said I'd probably bang this drum for a while uh, and whether people agree or not you know when you played it from what my time playing there it's it's you have to bring a fight a determination a work rate an honesty and a passion sometimes the people think they're given in sport but you kind of have to have them as a, a be very aware of them particularly when you play for 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 that team that's what I learned anyway and I think we've seen that in abundance in recent weeks so you know anytime you criticize a team in any sport I think it comes down to you know if you don't see that work rate and that effort and desire you lose matches sometimes you're not good enough sometimes you're lacking quality all that kind of stuff in any sport again but you know the last few weeks they've they've shown some fight um, and that is a real good that's where your foundations to getting better upskilling bringing in a little bit more quality getting one or two young players coming through from your academy all that kind of stuff as I said it doesn't win you trophies so the fight and determination and um, physicality they showed the other night was brilliant one player again and I keep mentioning him some people don't agree but I think John Klein has improved dramatically as a player from where he was in 2019 where he got a lot of criticism some of it justified when he got picked ahead of Devon Toner phenomenal you know the, the, like epitomises the kind of player you'd want to go out in the field with um, I'm not saying he's better than Ryan Baird James Ryan Ian Henderson but he should be in the mix for the World Cup he should be looked at and he should be spoken about. And for the people online who kind of continuously say, well, his hands aren't good and he's should never have been picked, he's improved dramatically as a player. And the work rate and Glasgow's mall has, has damaged people all season and Munster stopped it the other night. They had a few scrum penalties, but by and large, their scrum was, was, was really good. So they can actually look forward. I, I understand the injury uh, profile now is, is a... Is not great, right? But at the same time, there is a little bit of depth that they've built. A lot of the injury problems that they had, particularly in the second round back row, have all cleared up. So, Snyman's loss, obviously, is, is huge. But there is at least some strength and depth there that they'll be able to name players who are like, excited to see into the future what they're going to do. Yeah, Edwin Adogbo was there the other night, so he, he could come into the mix. Um, such a, a young, powerful, exciting player. Thomas Ahern, I think, is back training. Alex Kendellan has played well recently. John Hodnett coming off the bench for Peter Mann. I thought Hodnett was outstanding as well. Defensively, the tackles, um, low tackle focus. So there is a bit of depth there, I think. Um, and it, it, you know, look, it's a tough situation for him. And again, I said this last week. If you buy into that, we're in bonus territory. It does take a little bit of pressure off, but. You know, going to Glasgow, if Munster were beaten, you kind of say, well, they made Europe, they made the knockout stages, um, turned around a dreadful start to the season, decent finish. You know, there's two ways of looking at that. You are in a bit of bonus territory on Saturday because people, you know, will expect Leinster to, you know, that they'll just win the game mm-hmm. and get through to another final. But, um, you know, that can stimulate you as well if you use it in the right way. But um, they're... It was a great win for him. Um, There's certainly areas that they need to be better in. Dennis Leamy possibly worth worth a mention as well. I think he was name-checked by, by Graham Rountree after the match in terms of the work he's done with yeah, the, the defence, yeah. especially since that Glasgow game in December when you think back and, and the errors across the pitch. Leamy's done a lot of good work. 
Yeah, and I think uh, defence isn't just about, it's about attitude as well. Um, as I said, the stats of the missed tackles kind of, mm. you know, look bad on paper, but uh, Munster were superb defensively. I think they were really aggressive and physical. Um, Glasgow, very powerful side, and they were incredibly physical, and Munster stood up to that. So, yeah, I think Dennis has done a, a great job. And if you look at Munster where they were, probably last couple of seasons um, there's certainly a lot to build on yeah, and be I, optimistic about because their attack is so much better and they're yeah. trying to play and they've two wingers now that are looking for multiple involvements I'm not saying you know that they're again that they're not going to win anything we, we didn't expect them to win anything but they're they're in a good place and I think if you they, can build on this you couldn't it didn't feel like we were building Munster were building on anything over the last couple of years there's a lot of repeat repeat yeah, repeat wasn't yeah. there in the last couple of years that's the definition of insanity like yeah so let's move on because we do need to talk about Ulster and Connacht. Uh, Andy Friend said that he, he met Dan McFarlane for coffee in the morning of the game. McFarlane was like, oh, look at you. Happy to, we're in bonus territory, have that conversation. He's like, absolutely, because we, you know, got to take the pressure off us. The pressure on Ulster ratcheted up before the game by Stephen Ferris and after the game by Stephen Ferris. But he was 100% correct. Like, it, it has been a bad season for Ulster. The rumours of an unhappy camp Ten players leaving. As I was making the case, most of those players it doesn't really matter. They're leaving. Some of them are first choice. Fair enough. But um, I think it's been a bit of a disaster of season for Ulster, where it looked like they had at the end of last year this young attacking threat, very exciting backline, and they just have not kicked on at all. Yeah, it's it's been. I think they started really well, and they were in a very good position in the league for a long period. Um, December in Europe kind of started a bad run. Um, away to sail um, they were walloped in that game um, you know not 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 progressing in Europe it's always a kind of they should be looking to say we we need to be in knockout stages in Europe when that doesn't happen it's 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 a disappointment that's the way I view it anyway for a club of Ulster's kind of size and stature um, January poor you know losing in Benetton the Munster beat them in, in Belfast um, recently they've gone on a good run of, of up to this point five league wins um, they gave Leinster you could say a challenge in, in, in that quarter final um, of Europe but I think it's I think it's unfair I agree a little bit with Andy Friend that you know when you're in that situation it's a similar situation if, if, for Graham Rountree if they went out this bonus territory thing Ulster's a bit different, I think, because there's an impatience there about them that they have very exciting players, Yeah, I think, and they don't seem to know really what way they, 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 they're playing at times. I think their mall has been superb this year. I think they have got a little bit of steel. We've always kind of questioned their their ability up front, but there's a couple of key positions, Jared, that they're... Ten. Yeah, look, it's hard to hard on Billy Burns, and I don't like you know you don't want to personalise it, but um, I think you know their front rows has been a problem as well. Stephen Kitsoff is coming in, um, and it's very similar situation to to Munster situa- Munster's situation. The reality is, how many Ulster fellas are on the Irish team? Like uh, starters, uh, none. Yeah, you see, and that's it. And that's that's where you need to get to. So, um, 
and that's the the yardstick really. And and you know, Munster have one or two, and Murray O'Mahony, Byrne, um, Henderson when he's fit would start. Kitch Rob Herring's in 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 there a lot. Kitch um, a great sign, brilliant right? player, but he he has a loose head, right? Yeah, he's a loose head. Yeah, Jamang Allen's leaving now the tight head. So, yeah. do, do, um, you, do you should you be spending all your money on a, a, a loose head, or is it actually better to kind of? It'd be better to have a tight head if, if they're available. Yes, yes, because um, like that's great really the cornerstone, a cornerstone of your pack, really. But maybe he'll be a ball carrier, and he'll add a little bit of that to them. And in fairness, yeah. they don't have that. It's it's difficult to be over. I find it hard to. To um, I just think there's something missing there, and I think um, I don't know if it's a ha- happy camp. Um, Ferris would say it's not. Um, you know, yeah, you hear little rumours that they're not a happy camp at times, and it's been a real roller coaster up and down. Uh, it was very eerie. But aside from all that, Connacht were outstanding the other night, and I think we've. I said it here on Friday, and and um, a lot of people said it that this was a very dangerous proposition for, for Ulster because Connacht have a recent run of form. Yeah. Mac Hansen being back, Bundyaki, a lot of their players are kind of and the emotion showing a bit of a of spark as well recently yeah. and they're, they're on a good run. They were outstanding and, and really... Prendergast, like he's on the fringes of Ireland selection? Yeah, he? yeah. He's, he was very good the other night. Very, um, super, very versatile as yeah, well. Yeah, he was superb and... Um, Seamus Hurley Langton, who was he was outstanding. You know, I think um, his overall performance, his abrasiveness, his ability in the breakdown, some of the lines he ran for the carries, and I think that set the tone. They set the tone pretty early with not being. Um, and when you're the underdog, and when your backs are to the wall, and there is an expectation there that the home team are kind of going to bully you, they're going to maul you off the park, they're going to outscrummage you. Um, it it created a real edge to Connacht and they continued that edge over 80 minutes the hard yards the work rate the fitness level they showed was outstanding and they deserved to be there you know you couldn't you didn't look at that game and say well Connacht kind of fluked it yeah throughout the game you, they had that kind of feel about them that they were going to win this game and Ulster were kind of dead in their feet so there's a lot of questions to be asked about Ulster why they lacked that energy the other night um, were they naive in thinking they were just going to kind of turn up and, and use it, their physicality and probably a little bit more size um, Connacht aren't like that and I think it's a great it was a great result for Andy Friend given it could have been his last game Can okay. you make an argument against the Stormers or is that a bridge too far? Um, it's it, obviously for any team that would go and play the Stormers in South Africa it's going to be difficult I think their John Dobson their coach is, was kind of concerned with that Munster performance um, there's one of them in every team where yeah. they kind of get caught it's hard to shift the momentum sometimes in, in rugby when on the day the opposition are like you know really pumped and emotionally right for a game and you start to make mistakes, you force things. So um, because of the collisions and in, in rugby like that, um, it can slip away from you and you can't shake off the opposition. But I think they've learned from that. Um, they were very good against the Bulls yeah. on, on Saturday. So it's a big task. But this is not, now the quote I'm saying about bonus are kind of they're in that bonus territory now because they've progressed. Yeah. They're in the last four and I think um, I think they have a bunch of players who've got Ireland experience, who've justified their selection, who presumably are having an influence on. Finley Beelan was back, obviously, yeah, yeah. and uh, 
that's making everybody who plays for Connacht think actually I can have the dream of playing for Ireland while playing for this team which for let's face it the vast majority of Connacht's history you had to leave Connacht to get selected yes, for Ireland. Yes, correct. I mean, the only time we really saw a, a, a big group of Connacht players en masse was 2016 when they won the, 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 the league then beat Leinster in Glasgow. There was five or six of them on that Irish tour to South Africa. Um, yeah, so they're playing for a lot as well because Andy Farrell will be watching all this stuff. Bundy Aki, um, showed the type of player he 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 is and the yeah. quality he has and the experience and the physicality, big turnovers, making hard yards and um, so it was a, it was a, it was a great performance for Connacht. They deserve massive credit for that. Okay, uh, we haven't talked about Leinster. Um, it was a, a mix of their first and second teams, and uh, it was never really in doubt of the quality of of Leinster's performance in, in various stages. Like the Harry Byrne crossfield kick, that was sensational execution from him. Maybe he gets a lucky bounce, I don't know. Maybe he's practiced it a gazillion times and he knew exactly what he was doing. And then the camera pans to the lads in the audience like, he's pretty good, he's very good. He'd play for Ireland. He's amazing. He's missing. All right. Good strength and depth for this team. Like It's hard, it's hard for us to keep saying new things about Lens. Yeah, we're probably repeating ourselves, but... It's just a, the seamless transition to make nine changes in a team... Um, and just to have the, the the detail and the accuracy, and there's a sense with Leinster they don't panic and they just put so much pressure on you in every situation. Um, they're obviously all at a very high level from from a resilience point of view. They don't um, nothing seems to phase them, and they just seem to back themselves. And a, but there's a belief there that they can get these tries, and um, the way they can change gears as well, and then. They drop back a gear or two and just do the simple things really well, um, which can be inf- really frustrating if you're trying to get the ball back off them or, or attack them because there's no gaps, there's no chinks there. Grant Williams, the scrum half, gets a crazy try to start the game. He's a super player and he's capable of that. But Linzer just don't panic up the field and they've three, three, three quick tries in a short period of time and, and that's the game gone Caelan Doris majestic again hardly yeah, a surprise he's just a wonderful player um, it's consistent it's 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 constant mm. um, his skill levels are just through the roof his level never running. drops like it no never it doesn't and, and van der Fleer he, they're similar type of guys who just Jack Conan has been brilliant in recent times as well he came on for Scott Penny so when you've you're, you're naming these guys it's why they're international players Shane and why they're consistently performing against the world's best because they're up right up there so Doris is just a sensational player to have and and, and his reading in the game is brilliant as well mm-hmm. he's just able to pop up at the right places and the right times that's not by accident that's mm-hmm. by reading the game being in good positions um, and I think you know, you're rolling players off the bench then who were internationals, Gibson Park and um, Luke McGrath did really well. And I think if you were looking for any little chink in the armour, you think the halfbacks will go after them if you're the Sharks. But no, Harry Byrne was really good as well and, and Gatai and, and, and Frawley in the centre. So, um, yeah, it's hard to see anyone really stopping them because um, they're on a level now that would please the any coach to, to be in that position so Scoreland maybe flatter them a little bit at yeah. times and, and in that second half but I think when the score when Max Deegan scores the try in the second half that's the game it's gone yeah. it's over and um, they're happy to contain then a little bit when they have to for periods of time and, and they just do the basics so well
Max Deegan is 26. If you were sitting down advising him on his career, what would the advice be? Stick with Leinster and harvest as many medals as you possibly can or become first choice for one of the other provinces and force your way into Ireland's election? For me, and again, he's in a very good environment, a happy environment, um, high-performing environment. He's the one player I think about in the last couple of years. He got capped before Caelan Doris. They were kind of around the same time. Maybe he was a year or two before, ahead and Doris has just gone on to a different level. Your career's over. It goes pretty quickly. Um, and and for me, I'd want Ireland caps. I think you, you need Ireland caps. You need to be in that mix. There's a risk of moving provinces and it not working out. We've seen that happen with some players. Um, we've seen... Other players, it worked for them. Um, there's no point in going back through all of them. But I think he's at a moment now. But he, I think he's he signed a new contract. Scott Penny signed a new contract. Um, Scott Penny's a bit younger, so I, I kind of and and also like the age profile of Van der Fleer. Van der Fleer could do another five years and make us all stupid, but he might not. You know, like the wear and tear. And you look row. at the open size; they've got Will Connors as well. So, so and Scott Penny, um, they have a lot of players. I don't know. It depends what they're feeling themselves. If you believe in your own head that you're going to get into the team... Well, I was going to say, because the other... So, Jimmy O'Brien is also 26, but Jimmy O'Brien is so bloody good at the moment that, like, he's gone... He's He stayed in the Leinster environment, got selected for... Ireland he, was star- he was starting in Europe. If, you, if The way I would look at it is, it's fine... The, nowadays, you're not really dropped. You're rotated. Yeah. But... When the European, European quarterfinal comes around, or European semi-final, or European final, are you starting? Well, Max Deegan was in South Africa, and Jimmy O'Brien wasn't on that. Correct. Business, on those so, but if I, I was advising him, I think he needs to start thinking about it quickly because I think he's good enough to play for Ireland. But playing, uh, I don't know. You want to start in the big European games. If you're not starting in those games, it's it's difficult. But then, if there's an injury or two in that Irish back row. There's a real chance that Max Deegan will be straight in, in. Yeah, in yeah. the mix or there. So that's it's it's a difficult one. It's not like it was before if you weren't starting your province, you were down the grade and there was no way you were going to be picked for it. We saw that with Scott Penny in the Six Nations when yeah. he got called in. Um so it's it's a difficult one for him. But I think next year you'd want to be he needs to start starting those big European games. Are you hearing much talk in um in Limerick with Keelan Dooley 30 points for Turnier College yesterday to win the AAL for the first time they beat Clontarf 20 points against Cork Con in the semi-final as well this guy this yeah, he's back up to Ben Healy at Leinstall wasn't yeah. he um, what a performance from Turnier that second half um, you could name check a load of their players mm. um, super win great to see the atmosphere and yeah, the crowd as look well buzzing. You know, I always get a warm feeling about the club game and you know where it all started for me with Shannon, uh, it's, it was brilliant. You know, for for both clubs, it's 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 a tough place to get to. It's so competitive mm-hmm. the AAL now, and that second half yesterday, I think Clontarf will be frustrated with their discipline and some mistakes. But ter- the turn your side and the backline in particular have mm-hmm. punished teams all season. Yeah. If you're loose, if you get a turnover, some of the tries they got were sensational. Fifty points on the board as well. Not bad. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Quinny, good stuff. Thanks a million. That's See you again on Friday. It is uh, eight. See you in Herbert Park, will I, Ger? Yeah. Saturday morning. Mm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> uh, drinking our vitamin H. <laughs> well, the monster fans will travel, right? Big numbers.
I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. This being their cup final and everything, what? Yeah. They, they're in bonus territory, a day out in Dublin, yeah. <laughs> Philip Egan, I'll bring it back and Philip. <laughs> oh, God, if Munster win, it's going to be terrible. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.